Hi there, welcome to Embrace Your In-Between by Wider Visions. I am your host, Megan Shackleton, a certified transformational life coach and the founder of Wider Visions. At Wider Visions, our mission is to support your growth and expansion into the wider vision of your life. We are a platform where you can go to grow and we offer coaching courses and community to help you expand into who you'd like to be and the life you'd like to live. On this podcast, we engage in real conversations and share actionable growth guidance to help you embrace your in-between, the space between where you are today and where you want to be. Because after all, in the in-between is where all the growth happens. Today, I wanted to come on and chat about clarity. It's a big in-between moment when you know that you need a shift, but you don't yet have the full vision or direction of where you want to head. In my ether, in my community, I feel like many of us are waiting for clarity, searching for clarity, thinking about how can we get clarity. And this in-between moment for me used to be really agonizing. I would just want to know already. I would feel stuck. It would feel frustrating. It was almost like this obstacle or inconvenience nuisance that was blocking me from taking steps forward. And the thing about clarity is the more that you try to think your way there or effort your way there, the more impatient you feel and the more that that clarity really escapes you. I'm sure you've been here many times over. Maybe it's waiting for clarity on a career transition, a big decision that you're trying to make and you just don't know what direction you should head changing your business or your product offerings, where to move, what city to move, is this relationship right for me? We deal with clarity every single day in the smallest of decisions to the biggest of decisions. And I want to discuss a few tips and practices that have really helped me navigate the co-creative process of getting clarity with a little bit more ease, trust, and play. A big reason why not having clarity can feel so uncomfortable to many of us is because it's a moment of really having to embrace uncertainty. It's a moment of embracing the unknown. We know that change is imminent, but the path forward is foggy. But if we're really being honest with ourselves, we can never have 100% certainty. Certainty is just a false sense of control. And when we are living expansive, wider vision lives, that's only possible as our ability to have a better relationship with the unknown and uncertainty. Another reason why receiving clarity might be challenging is that so many of us live in our more masculine doing energy. 
So when talking about feminine energy versus masculine energy, it's not a gendered experience, but it's truly meant to describe that polarity, the being versus the doing, the yin versus the yang. And the act of receiving clarity is very much a feminine energy of being open, remaining curious, staying present in the experience, trusting and having faith that the answers are going to come at their perfect time. And society really places focus and value only on the doing. We want to rush to have the right answers or rush to just have the answers so that we can start doing and taking steps forward And it can feel really good to take steps forward because we have the momentum. But the moment of finding the clarity and being open to receiving the clarity isn't a passive act, even if it looks passive or feels passive. There's so much richness that's happening beneath the surface. And if we can find a way to engage in this in between, it's going to pay dividends. Because it ensures that the direction that you're heading, the action that you're taking is truly in a direction of a place that's going to feel expansive, feel soul-led. And like any experience, our mindset around it, our thoughts around it, the narratives that we tell ourselves can make it feel really painful, really heavy, really arduous, or we can accept it. We can feel ease around it. We can trust that this is just a part of the process. And having the ebbs and flows of the being energy of receiving the clarity. And then once the clarity is received, taking massive action from there. It's a different relationship to this in-between. The truth is we need both parts of the process. The inner work of being open to the question that we're mulling over. And then once clarity is gained... Start doing the external work of taking aligned action from there. Both parts of the process are necessary and they bring us into balance, into wholeness. If we rush the process of that inner work, that inner questioning, that inner receiving and jump right into the doing, we might end up spinning our wheels and expending a lot of effort in a direction that's not going to make us feel more fulfilled. But also we can get stuck in that inner process, which would lead to overthinking or self-doubt or stalling us from just getting started. The expansion process is one of consistently taking inner and outer steps towards who we want to be. It's about connecting within, being curious. And then once we get a little ping of clarity, even if it's just one step, one step forward, we take that action and we trust that more answers, more guidance, more insights are on the way. The path will appear if we take that one step, that first step. Most people feel that they need the full plan to take action. And if they don't have that full roadmap, then they don't have clarity. But really, you just need to know that first initial step. And it's really easy to think of that first initial step. You just ask yourself, what is one thing that I can do 
that's getting me closer to what I want. You might not even be completely clear on what you want, but do you know how you want to feel? Do you know what you don't want? What's just one step in a different direction? How can you shake things up? Taking aligned action actually leads to clarity because it creates contrast. You get more information on what feels good, what doesn't feel good. Is this in the right direction? Is this not in the right direction? And then you pivot and take new action from there. So to kick off that internal inquiry, that being, that receiving energy that we're talking about, start to take inventory on what answers you do know. And likely what you do know is what you don't want. First focus on what you don't want and then shift your focus to its opposite. Because what is so powerful is if we know what we don't want in our life, at that same flip of the coin, we have answers to what we're seeking. When we're looking for clarity, our focus is so much on the gap between where you are today and that answer of where you want to head, what direction you want to take. And so it can be so much of your focus on what I don't know. I don't have the answers. But what if you shifted your perspective to what you do know? So in this case, if you don't yet know exactly what you want, think about your current situation and what you don't like about it. What's not working for you? What do you know with 100% certainty that you don't want? For instance, let's say you know you want a career shift, but you don't yet have the clarity on what that looks like, what industry you want to go to, what job might be the right fit for you. But in your current situation, what's not working for you is that it's a very executional role. You know that you're working long hours and you don't feel like you have a work-life integration. In this case, some of those markers towards the clarity and the vision are that perhaps you want something more creative. Perhaps you want a career with more flexibility. And so use the contrast and the polarity of what's not working in your current situation to help shift it to its positive of, okay, I know I don't love the executional. That means that I'd like something more creative. I'd like something more conceptual. I'd like something more strategic. It's just as important to know what you don't want as it is to know what you do want because they're just opposites of the coin. And a lot of times when we're stuck on not having clarity, not knowing what we want, we're focusing on that gap of not having the clear laid out plan versus what we do know. So start to take inventory on what do you know? Michael Beckwith says the pain pushes until the vision pulls. 
And so a lot of times when we're making these transitional moments in our life, it's because pain is pushing us somewhere. And pain's going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until the vision starts pulling us, until that's what starts to motivate us forward. Another question to ask yourself is, how do you want to feel? What would you like to experience more of? What would you like to experience less of? When you're feeling more of this, when you're doing more of this in your days, when you're spending more energy in this way, how would that feel in your body? What emotions do you want to wake up feeling on a daily basis? So when the clarity isn't there yet, start to take inventory on what you do know. Start to get curious about what's the opposite of what's not working in my life. And that's going to point you in the direction of where you want to go. On that same note, part of getting clarity is that it's this co-creative process with the universe and with yourself. It truly is that feminine receiving, trusting energy. And part of that is being a little bit playful. How can you follow what you're curious about? I truly believe our curiosities are little delicious nudges from our soul that are heading us or directing us into that fullest bloom. Those curiosities are nudges from our soul and from our intuition and our higher self saying, go this way. This is the way. A lot of times we discredit our curiosities because they might not, at face value, make logical sense. But truly, they're like breadcrumbs guiding you towards that fuller vision that you want to create in your life. Again, humans want certainty. We're primed to lean into certainty, lean into what's familiar, wanting to control because our bodies and our minds are primed to keep us safe. However, we don't need the full roadmap to just get started. And following our curiosities and taking that initial step to, okay, I'm curious about this, and I'm going to trust that this curiosity, even if it feels random, even if it feels not at all connected to getting clear on my new career or a relationship or what city I want to move to, I'm going to just trust that it was sent to me for a reason and let's be playful. Let's see what might come from it. And it truly is this process of being open to receive. And once you get that curiosity or that download, starting to take action, trusting it, having faith in it, having fun with it. So your interests and your curiosities are truly clues that are pointing you towards your wider vision that's going to feel fulfilling to you. 
meaningful to you. And so ask yourself, what are you curious about? What subjects or individuals or people or podcasts, activities feel intriguing to you? What might be fun to explore? How can I reframe this moment as an experiment, as something to be playful with? And on that note of taking inventory and following your curiosities, is making sure that you are creating space in your life for this internal thought work and internal inquiry to take place. Nowadays, we are so adverse to boredom, so adverse to being alone with our thoughts. We take our phones into the bathroom. We fill up any moment of quiet with music or podcasts or television. And so the process of receiving clarity really requires us to make space for quiet, to make space for us to engage with our internal selves, with our souls. And for me, one of my favorite ways to do this is to go take a walk and not allow myself any outside distractions. So that means no music, no phone calls, no podcasts, and the moment for me to just be really present. Oftentimes in moments of searching for clarity, we can start to outsource the answers. We start to get thirsty or desperate. We don't want to be patient anymore. We just want to know. And so we can ask everyone around us what they think. We can fill up the space of the not knowing that gap with so much outside information that we no longer are connected to ourselves. And so creating space, making space, whether it be 10 minutes a day to journal about the question, go for a walk, take a drive and have it be quiet. Welcome that quiet into your life. And the subtext here is that in order for us to welcome space, we have to recognize that this is a valuable part of the process. Not knowing is a part of the process. It's not an obstacle. It's not a nuance. There's meaning in this slow moment. And it's a necessary part of the process. I always love to think about this like cooking. I've recently gotten into cooking. My husband and I are working through every recipe of the Molly Baz cookbook. And many of the recipes call for a simmering. You know, all of the ingredients are in there. Everything appears to be done. But then you have to wait an extra 30 minutes for the simmering. And if I didn't find value in the simmering, I'd want to eat it right away. And maybe the recipe wouldn't be as flavorful. It wouldn't be as good. But if you find value in that simmer where things are just brewing underneath the surface, 
The flavors are melding a little bit deeper. It's making a more rich experience. That's a lot like the process of receiving clarity, co-creating that vision. I also love to think about the meaning of the seasons. We're not meant to be in a perpetual state of summer and spring. We're not meant to be always blooming. There are seasons and rhythms to our life. And if we only find value in the summers and the springs, that's negating any meaning or value in the winters and the falls of our life. My friend Cassie recently told me this idea of follow within farming and how intentionally fields are not planted and it's meant to be a time where the earth is just dormant and it can start to restore and regenerate the nutrients so that the crops can be even more fruitful next season. And I love that idea. I love the idea of this downtime, this in-between of not knowing, this slow time, this waiting to receive the clarity, receive the answers. It's just a moment of follow. It's a moment of regenerating the ideas within you, reevaluating what you want, reevaluating where you want to head. And can we find meaning in it? Can we trust that this part of the process is a necessary step and that it's leading us somewhere better? And if you can trust that this is a part of the process, it allows for us to navigate the experience with a lot more ease. Because we're not swimming upstream, we're not resisting the experience, we're not trying to rush our way out of this experience, and instead we can just simmer in. We can recognize, okay, I'm allowed to rest. I'm allowed to not know. I'm allowed to just be for a little. And when I do know, I can take massive action from there. And so again... Looking at this experience of receiving and waiting for clarity as a way to build your trust muscle with yourself and with the universe. And we can choose to be in any situation any way we want. But for me, I'm definitely in a moment of waiting for clarity And how I want to navigate this in comparison to how I might have navigated it a few years ago is I want to embrace the energy of being curious, being playful, being trusting, trusting that I'm right on time. I don't need to be anywhere but this moment. Trusting the timing of my life, trusting that this is a necessary part of the process. Trusting that if I am creating space to take inventory, to follow my curiosities, to be with myself with this question, that it's leading me somewhere better. 
And so if you find yourself in a moment of in-between, of not knowing exactly what you want, not having the exact vision, the exact direction, how can you create more moments with yourself to ask yourself questions, to follow those nudges, and to take action from what you do know? And that's it. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you're finding yourself in this in-between of not being sure what you want, not being sure the direction forward, not being sure what decision you should make, I want you to know that this is a necessary part of the process. You have all the answers within and it's leading you somewhere better. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Embrace Your In-Between by Wider Visions. I'd love to end by having you ask yourself, what is one thing you will do this week to step into your wider vision? What is one commitment that you want to make to your growth and expansion? If this podcast sparks some self-insight or self-discovery, we would so appreciate you sharing with your community, subscribing to be in the know for future episodes, and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, be sure to look in the notes below for today's custom inner reflection kit, a free guidebook to integrate today's topic further. As always, reach out on Instagram or TikTok at Wider Visions or my personal handle at Megan.Sheckleton to let us know how we can support your expansion. Until next time, set the intention to embrace your in-between.